I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Had another birthday. Some Louie Louie generation guys, they get all hot and bothered about that. I I don't mind, because I'm still having a lot of fun. You know, I fly my little airplane, and I do TV commercials, and I I chase my lady wonder wench around, and occasionally she lets me catch her, you know. But those those birthdays, they they sneak up on you like like a windshield sneaks up on a bug. And I, I got an amazing happy birthday note from our daughter, Chris. And if there were a problem about having another birthday, that one note would wipe out those problems instantaneously. Chris is quite a young lady. She is now a successful muralist, and she's the grown-up mother of three kids of her own. It is inescapable that my kids are now older than I think I am. (laughs) But it's also inescapable fact that I did have another birthday this week and they are piling up. And so now I have grandchildren. You know, you have a choice about becoming a parent, but you really don't have any choice about becoming a grandparent. There's nothing you could do about it one way or the other. And you get back into the name game again. There's no choice. I mean, you named your kids, and now you have to name yourself for your grandkids. Uh, my lady Wonderwench likes the traditional Polish name Baba. That's what she wants the grandkids to call her. Nana will work in a pinch. I like Papa Summer, because that way there's no question about who gets to sit in this nice big black leather chair in my living room. This is the Papa chair. And I have come up, by the way, with a new prayer for grandparents. If you are a grandparent, you may want to listen to this because I found over and over again, this is an important prayer. And it goes like this. Dear Lord, please keep your arm around my kid's shoulder and your hand over my mouth. I don't know why it is, but for some reason, I have found it to be a great temptation to give my grandchildren the kind of advice that I never really dared to give our, our kids. Things like everything you do in life that's wonderful, you will catch hell for, but it's worth it. So go for it. And uh, sex is much better than drugs. Of course, depending somewhat on who is the pusher. Um, A lot of history is recorded by a creative process known as we made it up. And of course, if you want something and you can afford it, buy it because it won't be there when you come back. The little things like that, that it takes a while. You have to be a Louis Louis generation person, I think, to really understand that those things are really true. And I don't know why it seems like I had, anyway, some problems having the guts to tell my kids those things. Another thing I found hard to deal with was when the kids got married, I had to figure out what I wanted their spouses to call us. I mean, after all, you know, they're a lot younger than we are, but you know, they're grown-ups too, so they deserve some respect. I like to keep it friendly with the sons-in-law. They just call me Dick. But the daughters-in-law are special. I have a couple of really good ones, and and I like them to call me Pop Number Two. I don't want to step on their real father's 
territory or anything like that. It's just there's something really special about having a daughter, I guess. It was hard for me to come to grips, though, with the idea of having a son-in-law. My girls got married way too young. I think 35 is a good age for a daughter to get married. Unfortunately, I think our daughters disagreed with that particular age. Now, now think about this from a guy's perspective for just a moment, right? Your daughter brings this boyfriend home, and you know what's on his mind because it is what was always on your mind. And damn it, it's still on your mind. Even after all these years, I don't know is still the most honest answer I'd have to give to the question, how horny can you get? But this time, there is some young guy who, again, if he were being honest, would have to give that same answer to that same question, but he is standing next to your daughter. I did not like this. One of our daughters said to me, Dad, you're much stricter on me than you are on the boys. And I said, boy, honey, you're absolutely right. It's not my fault. That's life. Girls have a lot more to lose when things get too hot and heavy to handle than guys do. Well, I must admit that I suppose I got a little harsh on occasion. I remember reminding one of those sweaty-palmed, shifty-eyed junior stud muffin wannabes that I am a clinical hypnotist by profession, which I am. And I asked him how he would like a lifetime of impotence if he messed with my daughter. Never saw him again. Oh, well. Actually, I guess I really don't have anything to complain about because at least my girls have avoided a commitment with one of those pimple people with a fluorescent mohawk haircut and giant goth tattoos and enough metal in the piercings in their bodies to build a multi-engine transport airplane. I I did the best I could to explain guys to our girls. I said, watch out for his hands and anything else that seems to be sticking out. And watch out if on your first date he brings his mom along, you know, or, or if he smells bad, or if he smells a little too good. Got to be careful of those things. I never thought money ought to be a big deal. I mean, you know, the guy doesn't have to be able to afford a personal jet plane. But he should be able to buy his own underwear. And he doesn't have to be a fashion plate either. But I said, watch out for guys who dress like Mick Jagger. One of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Ronald McDonald, the Pope, the Dalai Lama, or the Ayatollah. And fortunately, they did take that advice to heart. I never liked the term commitment, by the way. I think that's a nasty word. People get committed to an institution for the criminally insane. He was committed to a federal penitentiary for committing littering. I don't like the word relationship either when you're talking about a man and woman kind of love. Businesses have relationships. Lovers should have romances. Business develop relationships. Romances should explode for lovers. Personal opinion. Of course, even lovers have to work things out for the long run, though. For example, you've got to decide between you in advance on the minimum number of ice cubes that each of you may leave in an ice cube tray without refilling it with water and under what conditions it is permissible to spray whipped cream directly into your mouth. And who gets to drive when you're in the car together? That can cause some problems. Even beyond the famous things like, I won't stop and ask for directions. And 
she tends to shriek when the view out the window gets a little blurry because I'm driving too fast. You know, you need ground rules. For example, if she's driving, guys, you shouldn't blow in her ear while she's looking for toll money. <laughs> and you should resist the impulse, oh Lord, yes, resist the impulse to give her helpful hints while she's trying to parallel park. And girls, for God's sake, please never remove undergarments while your partner is trying to change lanes on a superhighway. This is for real. A lady did that while a buddy of mine, whose name you would know because he's a very famous radio personality, but and he actually got into a, a bad accident because he got so distracted when, when his lady did that. So have mercy, ladies. We're only guys. Dick's details. A bunch of completely unimportant things that you can stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. In an amazing example of your tax dollars at work, the U.S. Attorney's Office recently announced the seizure of 30,000 intrauterine devices. They said they're dangerous. One hopes the devices were not in use at the time of the seizure, I think. Maryland law forbids a wife to go through her husband's pockets while he's sleeping. I think it's more fun if your wife goes through your pockets while you're awake anyway. And here is a summer stumper. This is something new. This is a question that I will keep asking until somebody comes up with the right answer and emails it to me at dick at dicksummer.com. All right? The summer stumper. What is it without which an airplane cannot fly, but which is of no value to the airplane? It's not a trick question. It's not a technical question. And we'll keep asking it until somebody sends the, the right answer to me at dick at dicksummer.com. You can figure it out. What is it without which an airplane cannot fly, but is of no value to the airplane? That's the current summer stumper. Dick's details. They take your mind off your mind. One of the things that can keep you awake all night is trying to make an important decision. You know, come up with some option that can really change your life. And believe it or not, there's a cut in the Quiet Hands personal audio CD that really can help you with that. It's called Quiet Decisions. Now, I know it's a little hard to believe that just listening for a few minutes can help you with something that's that important. But hey, the price is right, huh? So give it a listen. From the Quiet Hands CD. Here's Quiet Decisions. You've trusted your body to quiet hands. You've trusted your emotions to quiet hands. You can even trust your decisions to quiet hands. There's something on your mind right now. It's a tough decision. And there is a yes or a no answer for it. Think about it for just a minute. In one sentence, what is that question that's in your mind? And while you're thinking about that question, just stretch a little bit, get comfortable. And Maybe take a deep breath and let your eyes close. And when you have that question clearly in mind in one sentence, yes or no, should you stay with someone? 
or not? Should you do something in the business world or not? Some yes or no question. On one of your hands, you can actually begin to feel these quiet hands. Fingertips to your palm, a very gentle but very strong touch. And that feeling can become more and more distinct until the quiet hand on your hand can be a very comforting feeling and you can sort of lean into it emotionally as well as physically. And when that quiet hand takes yours and makes you feel strong and comfortable and secure, just ask that question as if there were someone very wise there with that quiet hand. And if the answer to the question is yes, you'll feel the quiet hands squeeze your hand once. If the answer to the question is no, it'll be two squeezes of your hand from the quiet hand. If the answer is yes, one squeeze, if the answer is no, two squeezes. And after you get that answer, that quiet hand just holds yours, comforts you. You have a right to that. It's your feeling on quiet hands. That's from the Quiet Hands personal audio CD. It's called Quiet Decisions. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download a fresh copy from the CD Baby icon. I know it's a little bit hard to believe that just listening to something like that for a few minutes can, can really help you with an option that may be very important to your life. But hey, the price is right. Give it a shot. My oldest son, Dave, is the guy who actually puts these podcasts on the Internet. Uh, he prefers that I, I call him my most mature son, so we'll do that. Dave had an interesting comment about last week's podcast that featured the uh, don't do what you don't want to do day, do wah, do wah. Uh, as you may remember, I said if, if somebody suggests that you should mow the lawn, for example, on your don't do what you don't want to do day, just say do wah, do wah. And Dave said, nobody has told me to cut the lawn since you did when I was a little kid, Dad. My wife's style is to wait until I say I'm going to do it, and then she says that's probably a good idea. (laughs) Dave's wife is a keeper. Proud podcast participant Nancy sent an email that said, I do like the idea of don't do what you don't want to do day, do wah, do wah, but I have a suggestion. I have noticed that as we become busier and busier, friends tend to become invisible to us. We don't have time to chat with them or email them. We mean to do that, but we get too busy, 
and those friends can get hurt by that, which is a problem that can be fixed very easily. Just make yourself a few minutes every day, or at least on your don't-do-what-you-don't-want-to-do day, and send an email or make a phone call or send a note to an old friend that you haven't seen for a while. Nice idea, Nancy. Unless, of course, you don't really want to do it. One more time around for the summer stumper. A question that I will continue to ask until I get the right answer. Uh, when somebody uh, emails it to me at uh, dick at dicksummer.com, the correct answer to the question, which is, what is it without which an airplane cannot fly, but which is of no value to the airplane? And again, it's not a trick question, and it's not a technical question. You can figure it out. What is it without which an airplane cannot fly, but which is of no value to the airplane? That's the summer stumper. And if you think you know the answer, send it to dick at dicksummer.com. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot to tell you what my daughter Chris said to me in that birthday card. A thing that made everything all right, even if, as I said, there's a pretty good-sized pile of birthdays piling up here. I think any of you guys who have daughters will understand how hard this hit me. She said, Dad, I just want you to know, you were the first guy I ever fell in love with. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.